Before we begin, a reminder that nothing on this podcast is intended as a statement of faith, doctrine, or fellowship, and this podcast is not affiliated with any church, school, or calling body. Hello, gentlemen. My name is Charlie Ungemach, and I am the founder and curator of the Gird Up Podcast. I started the Gird Up Project in my living room about five years ago with the goal of helping young men like myself grow in faith and live out their calling as men of God. In the last five years, my brothers and I have been able to produce more than 300 unique episodes of Gird Up, and we're very excited about the future. Specifically, a new season of the Gird Up Broadcast, which will launch later this month and run through the months of September, October, and November. And of course, we'll throw a bunch of interviews in there as well. If you'd like to help fund the new season of Gird Up, please log on to www.girdupministries.com and make a $5 cup of coffee donation, or you can reach out to us using the links in the description below. In the meantime, I'd like to take you with me on a trip down memory lane as we rebroadcast some of our favorite episodes of all time. The episode you'll hear today is one of the best stories, I think, <laughs> we've ever had on the podcast. Uh, it's, it comes from an interview with Mr. Ben Jeske, and of course, along with that funny story, there's uh, some goodness at the end. So, hope you enjoy. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. And our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. As long as I've known you, I think I've, you've had me laughing more often than not when I spend time around you. I think that's the case for most people. You're just a fun guy to be around. What do you? Why? What, <laughs> why are you so fun, man? Like, what, what do you think makes it? <laughs> Let's get into that. <laughs> I, uh, it's borderline apathy. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I, um, yep, just going to live because it doesn't matter. A lot. Oh, okay. Not a lot. I mean, just, just have fun. Yeah. Because, like, it's a big world, and there's a lot out there, and there are a lot of crazy people out there. Even the people you think that you know really well, <laughs> a little bit insane on oh, the absolutely. inside once they start talking. Absolutely. Yeah, you also have, a, like, a unique ability to just see humor in absolutely everything. Like, there's just everything's funny. It is. <laughs> Most things are funny. Most things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Most you find things. irony funny. <laughs> you can find most of life. There is a lot of irony in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yep. <laughs> okay, so, uh, is that, so when you were a kid, it sounds like you're a bit of a rascal as a kid. All over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so is that, that, is that just like a theme throughout your life of just always kind of being a, being a rascal, being the funny guy? Yeah. Were you the funny guy or were you just like a dope? Oh, no, I was a funny guy. Okay. I was, yeah. The class clown. But much more uh, subtle on the side. Funny. I'm a lot more on the side comments. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a lot of shtick that I do, uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of peanut gallery work. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about doing like stand up or anything just for fun? I've considered it. Just, be, you'd be good at it. Just go tell just, a story. Yeah, just go That's tell stories cool. about your about Oscar. <laughs> yeah, because he's a he's a good source of material. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, I, I had three older brothers, 
okay. that I more or less worshipped. And they were also funny. I mean, they were mean. <laughs> but, <laughs> like with the humor. Because, I mean, most humor is a little bit mean. And you got to learn that line. Like, how mean can I be to you and still make you laugh? And that's <laughs> part of the challenge. Part of the fun. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of like teasing goes that way too. Oh, like, so much. How much can I tease you without actually hurting your how feelings? How honest can I be? Where can I go where you won't cry? <laughs> what can I attack next? Yep. <laughs> yeah, but also get you punched in the face a couple times. Yeah, but, but then, then you know yeah. where the line is. <laughs> you know where the line is. It's very clear. Yep. Don't talk yeah. about his mom. Okay. <laughs> Done. Apparently, his mom is a big deal. Yeah. So, well, you we'll leave that one alone. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> sounds like you've been punched in the face a few times. Oh, a couple two tree, yeah. A couple two tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a nice neighborhood where we grew up. <laughs> yeah. Just going after the wrong people, saying the wrong things. Yeah, I said the wrong things to most people. You know, I had to, I had to refine my, my skills. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's what being young is for. It is. Yeah, your face bounce back, bounces back faster it does. when you're young. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun story to tell the dentist. Like, why do you have so many chipped teeth? <laughs> uh, uppercuts. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> oh, yep. man. Yeah, and you have a lot of life experiences, too. So you got a lot of, I mean, everything from, you were telling stories about meeting your wife earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and then uh, just like all the travel you guys have had to, had a chance to do and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you got a lot of stories to tell. Yep. Been to, I've been to 15 countries. 16, 15 countries. Okay. Yeah. Mostly Central America. Uh, Canada, Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Panama, Cuba, London, Denmark, Germany, Belgium, France, wait for it, there's more, Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, 16. There 16. It is. Well, and the United States. And United States. Sure, we'll count that. It's big. It's big. <laughs> I mean, it is a country, and it you is. have been here. I've so. been here. I've awesome. left and come back. So <laughs> They let you back in. They did. What were they doing? What were they thinking? Fools. <laughs> so what was your favorite of all those places? So, well, first of all, why? <laughs> oh, How'd you get to go to all those um, places? The, yeah, we don't have money. Like, don't get that. <laughs> don't get that idea. We're not like extravagant travelers. No, we don't do that business. Um, it started in after seventh grade. Um, I got offered, we got a thing in the mail about people to people student ambassador program. And it was a four week trip to Europe. And I was like, wouldn't that be cool? And then my parents were talking to someone with some older folks and they, they're like, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll pay for it. Just yeah. Get them out there. It's like, excuse me. So they paid for it. They bought me luggage. They gave me spending money. It was amazing. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And that gave me the bug after that. I was like, I have to go everywhere. <laughs> There's so much world. But that was the, that was the Europe trip. And yeah, that was four weeks. It's a hoot and a half. Just so much fun. Yeah. And then I married a Spanish teacher. And uh, yeah, she went to Ecuador for a month as part of their program. Like it's an immersion program. Right. No speaking English type thing. And then the summer after we moved to Appleton, it was like 2007, something like that. Yeah. MLC did another trip for, it was mostly teachers and their spouses were invited this time. Okay. And that was Four weeks in Chile, and then a week in Buenos Aires, wow. in Argentina. Yeah. And Renee told me, he's like, hey, so we're going on this trip, but it's MLC, and the rule is that you can't speak English. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Did she's you speak like, Spanish? A little. Like, I took two years in high school, um, and then I kept up with Renee and her. I took two years of Latin and then two years of Spanish. So okay. Spanish came yeah. really easy. 
after Latin. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I, Renee and all her Spanish major friends were always speaking it, so it kind of it stayed yeah, near it the surface. Yeah, it gets in there, yeah. And then, yeah, I got to UW Oshkosh. And my first semester there, I, I tested into Spanish. I said, I should probably take a real class. <laughs> and I tested into, like, third semester Spanish, which either says a lot about my ability with languages or it doesn't say much about Ashiash's Spanish program. Maybe well, it says something about your relationship with your wife. Maybe. maybe. Let's go that yeah. way. Yeah, it's positive <laughs> for everybody. Great. Um, yeah, so, and then she told me, like, you have to sign this contract where if you willingly speak English, they'll send you home. Oh, wow. That's MLC's policy. Like, if you're a consistent... Even for the, like, like, even for the spouses? Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so I was like, all right, let's sign me up. She's like, you're going to learn so much, so fast. I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> all right, it's going to be great. Yay. And it, it was. And I and I found out, like, a week in, like, these, these other husbands just kept speaking English. I was like, man, you guys just don't care about that contract thing, huh? And they're like, <laughs> you signed the contract? And they're like, yeah, spouses didn't have to sign the contract. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> hey, but you got a whole week of, spli- of uh, Spanish speaking. Okay. In. Well, I already signed the contract. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, he, so. So Profe was like, well, you signed the contract. Right. <laughs> I was like. It sounds like Profe. <laughs> uh, bien. <laughs> and yeah. And so we took morning classes. And then we had afternoons for exploration and just hanging out in the city and activities and stuff. And so we had four hours of class in the morning. And then I took a nap every day. I was just spent, but I, I hit that two week mark and I'm like, Oh yeah, I can, I can survive. And then Renee stopped ordering food for us. She's like, so if you were going to eat, you have to order food. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and our homestay family did not speak any English. So that was all. So you stayed at somebody's house. Yeah. Stayed at someone's house for four weeks. They were great. Loved them. Yeah. And they cooked and helped us do our laundry and all that stuff. You amored them. I did amore them. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. I amortized. So if uh, Senora Gum is listening, I I'm sorry. <laughs> she was my. I actually even took AP Spanish. I don't Ooh. know why I took AP Spanish. That's bold. Oh my goodness. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know how I passed any of the other Spanish classes. I don't know why they let me into AP Spanish. Is uh, I'm probably an yeah. embarrassment to the Charlotte Spanish right. program. You use the word amor. She was. <laughs> <laughs> we too loved them. We too loved them. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so that was where was that that was chile chile okay so chile yeah <laughs> oh, oh oh you gotta get into, well, you get in spanish mode and then I, and she yells at me and it's like saying cuba she's like no it's cuba 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 it's cooler it is Cuba. yeah <laughs> yep so uh so obviously spanish. got on other trips then yeah too, and then she te- she leads um school trips for the Spanish program, and that's every other year. And you like that's to go on those, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. I usually get to go on those. Do you usually, guys go for free? Do you guys have to pay for that? Okay. Um, every other trip, because like the, the leader, and then it's usually a spouse. Okay. For every, it usually works out like every six kids you get on the trip, you get a free chaperone. Oh, okay. That's, the, that's through the travel company. Yeah. They work that out. So we try to pad those trips as big as we can. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there are some that I've, I've had to pay for, blah, blah, blah. But it's still... Yeah. Right. But it's a school trip, so I mean they make yeah. it affordable. Absolutely. It's a jam packed. More stuff than you could ever put in. Those are my favorite trips are school trips because oh, so A, you get to actually see all the sites and everything. Mm-hmm. And B, don't have to pay for a thing. You don't have to feed right. myself, don't have to pay for anything. Yep. You just like get on the bus or get on the train. Yeah, you don't have to like manage your cash. Is. You yeah. don't have to find a tour guide. Yeah. All like, you gotta do oh, is like so make good. sure nobody dies and you're done. Like that's your yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. 
they can even get sick. Yeah, that's it's that I'm just, fine with. Like yeah. you just have to be healthy enough to get back on the airplane. That's right. I get you to Chicago. You're not my problem. <laughs> All right. Yep. Same thing on band trips. Like I, I, I don't know. I didn't jump off the nope. <laughs> whatever. Is it? We got them back in one piece. We signed an agreement. Yep. <laughs> that's all we need. Oh yeah. Just a medical release form. That's all we need. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Vanguard parents, don't worry. I actually care more than that. It was a joke. So, it was a joke. <laughs> and when I come back, so will I. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, so, uh, have you ever like got any good like? So everybody that travels at some point something goes wrong, right? Yes. <laughs> you got any good? You got any good travel stories? Yeah. Uh, Mexico. We were. You mean Mexico? Mexico. There yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what I call Alemanol. What's that mean? To Spanglish. Aleman oh, is okay. German. <laughs> so it's so germ, germ, Germlish? Germlish, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. So, what? Yeah, we're in Valparaiso, and they do five days of homestay and then two days at a resort. It's just uh, so in Mexico. Valparaiso, in Mexico. Mexico. That's like just pretty much every Spanish trip. You okay. finish up at a resort. There are pools. You're in a hotel. Yeah. It's a nice finish. Um, so we go to the beach, and we're on our way back to the beach, and we have to cross a road, and we they we found out that they lock the back gate at dusk. Oh. So we had two kids just, we were, there were some kids that got there way before the chaperones did. Okay. And like, well, we're going to go up and ha- see if they can open the gate and let you guys in. Well, the chaperones get there because, well, a couple chaperones went up and then I showed up with some kids that had dropped some things or picking up their stuff. <clears throat> and I get there and I, the best thing we could come up with, it was like a civilian militia type thing like <laughs> normal everyday citizens being like hey why are you hopping this fence at the hotel and we're going oh i'm gonna have to bail the kid out of jail what is going on here um and my wife didn't find out for a long time but it, <laughs> there was like they were gonna start calling the police and stuff they were really concerned about this hotel right. and i just slipped them a 50 and they left <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it was great uh, i was like hey guys uh que es el problema Buenos dias. My Spanish wasn't very good at that point. <laughs> this is, it was shady at best. We're okay, yo. Todo bien? I was like, buenos dias. Handshake. 50. Todo bien? Bueno. Buenas noches. And then they left. Like all their community concern just like disappeared with the $50. Like, oh. Yep. Oh. And then I, well, I was like, well, I gave him 50 bucks. I'm like, okay, we're just going to walk around the front of the hotel. These kids are in there. They're going to stay. We're going to go around the front. Here's $50. <laughs> Have a good night. Okay. <laughs> yep. That was exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. So how long was it before Renee found out about that one? Um, did you tell her or did somebody else? I accidentally told her. Well, because she's <laughs> like, because she was telling her students about that before a, a different trip at a meeting. And then a student came up to me. I wasn't there when she was telling the story. And it turns out she's like, I think Jesse just paid him or something. And just <laughs> she said it off the cuff kind of funny. She's like, I don't know. He probably did something shady. <laughs> and then the student's telling me the story. And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know. Because it didn't come across as a joke when the student said oh, it. Oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, you did. And then it got back to her. I'm like, yeah, I kind of did. That's yeah. hilarious. How'd she react? <laughs> she thought it was hilarious. She's like, good. That saved. Like, we didn't have to get a kid out of jail. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was our first our first student, my first student trip in another country. So that's awesome. That was exciting. <laughs> you've, never, you've never like lost a kid or anything in the Ivy? Not permanently. Not permanently. No, okay. we've, we've misplaced some in a city. 
Okay. Where else are you going? Oh, that's not enough heads. Oh, and you're looking around. And you're oh, like, okay. Uh, well, that happens. Uh, yeah, and then you yeah. got to send out little single-person yep. search parties. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You two yep. hold hands. Hold keep hands. a cell phone Locked on you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Grab each other's belts and don't let go. Yep. I will tie you together. <laughs> so, uh, is there anywhere that you still want to go that you haven't been yet? I like do want your bucket list. I do want to see more of Europe. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's a lot more expensive to go there, which is one awesome thing about Central America <clears throat> that even getting there is kind of cheap, and then the living there is even cheaper. In South America, hit or miss on that, but yeah, I really want to go back to Europe. And see that as an adult and not a seventh grader. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was cool, but I'm sure I missed a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, I, I, so I, I have never been out of the country. Okay. So when, when we start talking about this kind of stuff, I always think, like, people always end up asking me then, like, well, we're, we're, if you could go on one dream vacation, like, out of the Midwest? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. My dream vacation right now is to sit on a boat in a lake. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nice. Which I also like, don't mind. There's so many, just like experiencing new stuff would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like going out and being somewhere. Yeah. 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 Cool. Experiencing stuff. That's the. It's about who you're with, too. Like, you could be the coolest place in the world, and it would still be kind of like, whatever, if you weren't with the people they just mm-hmm. had a blast with. Yeah, so. like our, our Cuba trip was probably the most fun that we've ever had. And that was mostly adults and teachers and mm-hmm. outside people. That was just. 10 days. Of so when did you go to Cuba? Like uh, right after they opened the gates? Right before they opened the gates. Actually. Oh, really? We got through because it was a, it counted as a study abroad program. So we got college credit for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for all your we college went, that you were doing. Right. Well, <laughs> Renee got um, continuing ed credits and okay. stuff for it. Yeah. And then I thought, well, uh, sure. I'll get some more credits from MLC. Why not? <laughs> yep. So we did that. And that was, that's just a crazy, crazy place. Really? Yeah. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> like, they have two currencies. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, how do you function with two currencies? And, like, everything's under refurbishment. As they, That's the word they use, under refurbishment. And For everything years has and years. scaffolding on it. Yep. <laughs> By the time they finish the building next to it, the one bit next to the, on the other side is falling apart. Well, it's not like they get hurricanes or anything, you know? Right, you know, it's fine <laughs> down there. I mean, what a great place right. to live. Yeah. Look but at college, this great island College nation. is free down there. Is it? You could go to college down well, there for free. Well, it's socialism. Yeah, but, but then does you, your college you get degree mean anything? No, we had a pool boy who was a botanist. <laughs> like, he had a botany degree. And he's like, I make more money at the pool on tips. Like, wh- what? <laughs> <laughs> like taxi drivers. You say, I feel like if you, have, if you have any botany going on at all while you're a pool boy, you're really bad at your job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, like, add some chlorine, that's man. Need, done. <laughs> you're no longer a botanist. <laughs> uh, My yeah, job but, is now to kill everything I once studied. Yes. Good job. I tried that once. No, just it kidding. Doesn't <laughs> no, it doesn't work with students. No, it doesn't. work with students. Yeah, your clientele drops off real fast. <laughs> so one of my favorite things about, uh, dude, like you just have so many stories. So many mm-hmm. stories. It just your stories seem like they never end. Uh, so first of all, before we get into any stories, yes. is that like an intentional thing you do where you just like, you come up, do you, ever, do you ever like rehearse your stories or anything or are you just like naturally good no, at stories? No, they just stories? fall out. They just tumble out? Yep. Yeah. Because you've got quite a talent for it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I'd like, because I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> or it was like a ridiculous experience. Yeah. And like, it's hard to, it, if you're telling a story, you want someone to like be in it. Right. Yeah. Yes. 
So I'm going to tell you when I peed my pants a little, you know, because things <laughs> got scary. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really fun. I enjoy telling stories, and I learned a lot from uh, Renee's dad, um, who passed away uh, end of February. Um, he was a master of storytelling. He <laughs> he makes going to the grocery store, like he comes back from the grocery store and has a story to tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's all he does, and it's nothing fantastic. Right. It's just it's just the conversation you had with the cashier. But he puts he you pulls there. You in. Yeah. And, you're, and you're there. You're talking to the cashier. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was there. I remember. Oh, and I, no, I made that up. Yeah, it's like, it's just wow. crazy guy like that. So, yeah. Words. Words. Talking is hard. What a great band name, by the way. Talking is hard is a great band name. Is that yeah. a band name? It is. They're the ones that did Shut Up and Dance with Me. Oh, really? It's just kind of funny. <laughs> That's the Talking band name. Hard. Talking is hard is the band name. <laughs> so, Shut Up and Dance. <laughs> yeah, just a oh. great band name. When I was in high school, our band name was Gone for Summer because we were with Vanguard all summer. So we we're like, "What should we call ourselves?" I don't know. We'll be gone all summer. <gasps> we gone will be for gone. summer. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that was a great one. The band wasn't that great, but the name—it's all about the legendary. Name. Yeah, we did a talent show. This is so off topic, but we did a talent show, like the only talent show in our years at at Charlotte, and we like made. We went to Goodwill. We all bought white Oxford shirts. Spray painted our logo on the back with a stencil we made from like a, a piece of printer paper, and then um, all put uh, pink hair like pink hair dye. We, we all had faux hawks. We put like pink hair dye in our hair, and then like wore ties with sleeveless uh, Oxford shirts, Chuck Taylors, and jeans, and then just like rocked out on stage. That's it beautiful. was awesome. We played. So the problem is we kept every time we would rehearse. We would end up playing stuff that wasn't like on our set list because we were super into Avenged Sevenfold at the time. And you can't play Avenged Sevenfold at Charlotte. No, you can't. No, no. you just you just can't. No. <laughs> There's no way to make that work. <laughs> just no way. Nope. <laughs> and so they ended up playing that, and I was just a singer, and I was going about the word learning the words to a bunch of songs we could never perform. Right. So that was like all the music we knew. So we finally got Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card, and we yeah. we sang it, and it was great. And then they were like, "One more song." We're like. That's the only one we know. We only, sorry, guys. And we tried to play Face Down by Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, I yeah. think. And like, and it's super repetitive, but I, I we just didn't know the words. Just it just fell apart. Stuff it up. was terrible. It was so bad. Sorry, like we guys. blew it. We blew it. We like the first song. Like we were the coolest kids in school for about two and a half minutes. Yep. Until and I forgot we... the chorus of <laughs> the next song. And then our careers as rock stars was over. Aww. Was and then. It. And it was summer. That was it. And you were gone. Yes. Thank God. Because <laughs> it was embarrassing. We tried to play a show, and there was like six people showed up, and it was like the drummer's older brother, the guitar player's sister who didn't want to be there, yeah. a neighbor who heard us playing. Like, there was nobody there. That's fantastic. Somebody's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah that was it. Yeah. It was. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I have a request. Yes. I was hanging out with Matt Reichert. And uh, okay. who's going to be on here in a, in a, in a while? Okay, and good. my roomie and a couple other people. And they said, you need to tell this story. Oh, geez. Or, okay. or, and, or the <laughs> pig harvesting story. This story is the pig oh, harvesting story. Oh, that is the story. pig harvesting There's story. There's a hand motion. Okay. Uh, so one time. Oh, man. In south central Minnesota, there was a young college boy who needed a job. And his girlfriend at the time was like, hey, I'm from Milwaukee and I see names on billboards or uh, bulletin boards. And it was Siemens is the name that stuck out. And that's a heating and air conditioning yeah, thing. Up right. There. Yeah. And she didn't read the rest of the card. It was <laughs> called 
Port Stork Midwest Seaman Center. <laughs> That's what it was called. And uh, yeah, most pig farming is done via artificial insemination. <laughs> and this was the... Oh, I already know where this is going. <laughs> this, was, this is the collection end of that job. Is what I ended up doing. I didn't know. I didn't... Because I, I called the guy and he's like... He was so excited that someone volunteered for the job and he's like oh you're at mlc okay you know what mlc's on my way home from work he's like i'll stop by at like two this afternoon i can do your interview in your dorm i'm like i get an interview he's like well you called like, <laughs> okay and he referred to it as boar collecting boar collecting so i'm like well, i don't know what that is i like drive a truck go to a farm collect a boar take it somewhere <laughs> i don't know so okay he's like all right you got to be there at 3 30 we have a morning meeting you got to shower when you get there there's clothes oh, on the Oh, yeah, because hogs are super susceptible. Su- yeah. Su- susceptible. There we go. Susceptible there he's like, to yeah, disease. Yeah. You got to get your car washed three times, bring receipts, you'll get reimbursed in your first paycheck. I was like, wow, okay. And then, so I get there, and he's like, yep, the showers are that way. And then, you know, like, there are clothes on the other side, which is a huge game of trust, because, like, you're going <laughs> to... Yeah, there are clothes it's on like the a, other side. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> nope. There are people with flashbulbs and cameras waiting to embarrass you. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, so I like, and it's just a curtain on each side. So you put your stuff in your locker, and then you shower up, and then you and I peek my head out there. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. There are tables of clothes over there, so I'm like, <laughs> okay, we'll be okay. So I get all dressed up, and I go to the morning meeting, and they're saying things that I don't understand. It's all jargon and stuff, and then <laughs> they open this door, and to the barn. I'm like, oh, I gagged a little. I'm not, I don't <laughs> gag on smell, but this was just just awful if you ever smell the pig farm up close oh it's just uh yeah (laughs) if satan could fart that's what it would smell like (laughs) it's just terrible um so i go there and it's just these narrow aisles and just pigs and pigs like 450 pigs in this barn i found out later and they're in these really narrow cages they're probably only three feet wide and four or five feet long because that's about how that's pig dimensions right so they can't turn around um, <laughs> while you're harvesting we'll, we'll get there um, <laughs> so we're walking down this aisle and I don't know if you've ever seen a pig from the back but their mm-hmm. man parts are like grapefruit size they're yes, gigantic yes, they and are. a lot of them will like back up to the bars to like scratch and so they just like <laughs> they just like stick out between the bars into the aisle <laughs> and I'm like where am I and what is going on I mean I'm I grew up in Kenosha. A little more than you bargained for. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I know I signed up for like 9.50 an hour, but what did I sign up for? And that's in like 2004. I signed up for 9.50 money, an hour. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that job. <laughs> and then we walk down, and I'm like, I'm noticing that the doors to these cages are exactly the same width as these things, as these aisles. So you can open the door, and it locks it. And, and then she says, "Well, oh, that's so the pig can't turn around and maul you." I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, because they're all boars, aren't they? Yeah, they're all boars. And we get to the center of the thing, and there's a big chalkboard. Lots, of, And there's, like, one of those banking tube things. People are putting stuff in there, shipping it out. And they're like, okay, first you grab these rubber gloves, and you put those on, like the latex-type gloves. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you grab, like, these food service gloves. They're baggier. And then you grab, like, six paper towels. You shove those in your pocket. And then she hands <laughs> me, like, this one-quart styrofoam cup. And I'm like, okay. 
And my, I think my brain is just rejecting the idea of trying to figure out what's happening at this point. I'm just going, ah, just keep going along with it. And then she hands me this plastic bag. She's like, you shove that in there and you rip the top off. And there's like a filter on there that's going to catch like fecal matter and hair and stuff. And I'm going, ah, I don't know what's going on. And then there are these pigs in these cages. There are six separate cages and they have, they look like blue saddles. But like if the stirrups were pushed like way high up, uh, that's the best thing. Like, and then and set it at 45. And someone's like, and she's pointing out like, oh, yeah, there, there's Jeremy. He's setting up, the, they call it the maze, and they open a gate, and then they can close this gate, and there's just mm-hmm. one path for the pig, and he jumps right. up on the saddle. Does um, he know what's right. coming? Oh, yeah. So they're like yeah, used to this? They know what's and up. And they enjoy it? Yeah. They get to do this two, three <laughs> times a week, and they know exactly what's happening. So, so she opens up this... I don't know how, how, how graphic am I allowed to Go get. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So she opens up the sliding gate. And so we're next to the pig. We're, I'm about at pig's shoulder height. The back legs are still on the floor. Front legs, like it's, his chest is up on the saddle and his front feet are on, the, are on the stirrups, we'll call them. And then she slides back the cage. She's like, okay, so now when you get in here, you hold the cup in, um, oh, which way? Yeah, she's just like, you hold the cup with the hand that's near the back of the pig. And then... You, because you know that way. If it if the pig falls down, it doesn't snap your arm at the elbow. We've had that happen. I'm like, Ouch! I'm like, what's going on? Okay, she's Ouch. like, okay. Then you take your paper towel, and then she grabs underneath the pig. It's a uh, business is, it's it's concealed. It's right. got a sheath right, called right. it's got a sheath called the pupus. And she's like, so this is the pupus. It sometimes fills with urine. So she grabs it near the front, and she just one real hard pull to the back, and it just sprays everywhere, oh, urine everywhere. I was like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? And then it starts to sneak out because this pig, the pig knows what's happening. And then she just, oh, she's like, okay. So then she just grabs it and pulls it out. It's like 16 inches and it's just out there. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, okay, now you take some of that paper towel and you, and you clean it all off because, you know, there was just in the urine. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like, you wipe it all off. And then you take it and you fold this glove right over the paper towel. It's nice. Now you have your second glove because these gloves can't get wet. I'll show you why. I'm like, okay. And then she grabs the, the end near, near, the, the, near the pupus. And she's like, now if you look at this. And then she gives me this anatomy lesson. And there's like a, there's a corkscrewed ridge around the end. Okay. And she's like, you have to be careful because they spin a little. I'm like, excuse me? What? She's like, yeah, if you don't keep a tight grip. That'll get out of your hand. Uh, oh, okay. And then she proceeded to show me the proper hand technique that you didn't know you were doing earlier. And then she's like, yep, you just hold the cup under here and you just collect. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I, this is most definitely not what I signed up for. My goodness gracious. Yeah, and so I did that for like six months. Six Wake months? At, getting to work at four, getting to home by 7.30, getting back to the dorm by 7.30. My, In the morning? Yeah. I did so this, you do that and then you go to class? Well, I go back to bed. Okay. I did that for a little while, and then I just, then it was proposal time. Oh. So I was like, I need to buy a ring. Better start saving money. So I told my roommate that I quit because he didn't have, when it got to second semester, he didn't have class till like nine o'clock. Okay. So I could... So he, he was up late, so I could get up, get back, go to sleep before he got up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so he, he never knew. Like, I was pretty proud of that one. 
So he nobody had, at MLC knew what you were doing? No. This was top secret. No, Bob Potratz knew because one time. <laughs> of all the people. <laughs> of course. Of course. Because one time. Well, yeah, we'll tell that story. So, all right. So there's the maze system. These gates and the pig cages are about four feet high. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm walking and they give you like these blue coveralls. Yeah. That's what I chose for. And then these big galosh, galoshes, boots come up to your mm-hmm. knees. And uh, I'm walking and my pants get stuck on a bolt that's sticking out by a pig cage okay. like just right by one of the door bolts it's just yeah. sticking i'm like oh i gotta report that so i'm trying to get my my pants unstuck and it like ripped the seam it's in there i gotta will get out and then there's a pig like hitting my hands with his nose like he's like what are you doing what are you doing over there and then he's like <laughs> punching my hand and i'm like and the thing is like you punch a pig in the nose it'll back off a little bit this yeah. thing was not getting the hint and so it took me forever to get my pants up and then i'd stand up and the barn manager he just shouts me. He's like, Ben! He's like, get up! And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I turn around, and there's a boar running down the alley. <laughs> like, right at, I'm like, I'm, I'm dead. He's like, up, 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 is all he's shouting. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you saying? And they run, they run all the food um, with augers and the water and stuff okay, and PVC yeah, yeah. up above. And so I'm just like, uh, up? Oh, up. So I just jumped, and I grabbed the PVC, and I'm standing on top of one of these boar cages. And this like 450 pound pig oh, is man. like down at the bottom like i'm gonna eat you <laughs> it's like, i thought we were friends it's like do you know what i do here how are you mad at me <laughs> like and then the pig underneath is like he's like the guy's a jerk he's the same one that was nuzzling my hand he's now like nuzzling my feet on top of this bar i was like my leg goes in there i'm losing a foot like what this is the worst day of work ever <laughs> And so Jeremy runs, so there's the, we have this big, it's like a three foot rubber rod. Yeah. And he, I see him come running down and he's just sneaks up on the back, not sneaks, he just runs up to the back and just starts whacking them with, I mean, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. they have thick hides. It doesn't they hurt. Do, yeah. It just, but you know, right, yeah. well, you got to hurt him a little cause he's going to eat me. Yeah. And yeah. So he just came beat the crap out of that pig. <laughs> Well, have you ever seen anybody show pigs? Like they're just yeah, they're tapping, tapping them, them and this, them and this was a little more aggressive. I a believe it. Big three foot. <laughs> Yeah, just the bat. Oof, it was great. So that was really fun. But, you know, I had to fill out an incident report. I broke a pipe. I didn't have to, like, pay for it or anything. But, like, <laughs> they are like, yeah, I would just fill this out. So I was, like, 20 minutes late for class. And, and you after, explained why. And I was like, uh, Mr. Potratz, I had some work issues. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, where do you work? Oh, that's, I don't need to know. Because <laughs> he's a very soft-spoken man. He is a very was, soft-spoken man. Very gentle, very yes. quiet. Yeah. And, I to- and when I told him where I worked, he's like, oh, okay, I don't need to know. <laughs> like, just, you had an incident at the pig farm. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so he knew, but that oh, was about it. Oh, man. And then, uh, yeah, you got, like, every month oh, you got, like, man. a dollar raise at that place. Oh, I well, believe it. Well, I, I was there because they have a last very long. ton of turnover. Yeah. yeah. Can't imagine employees last very long. No. But, uh, yeah, after this, after the pig makes their donation oh there's, there's some weird people the people that do stay they get weird <laughs> they just get weird <laughs> i believe it i believe it and they do strange things like one i just called him crazy andy i don't think i ever learned his last name but <laughs> he has like andy. he had a beard like yours and like crazy bushy hair and he never <laughs> wore the net oh like there are times that like the the moderately rotating device mm-hmm. that you're trying to keep a hold on will get wet and slip out of your hand and then if you're in the middle of a collection, it's just everywhere. And you're going, no! Like, 
Uh, it's just awful. One time, because I always wear like, I wear the mask, I wear the goggles. I had the hairnet. I mean, I'm like, I'm not taking chances. And one time, it got right here. Right there. <laughs> Left cheekbone. Oof. That's right. I can still feel it. Oof. Never got clean. Oof. Uh, but yeah, Andy was crazy. And after the end of a pig's donation, there's this stuff called plug. Because of the physics and anatomy of pigs, you need something there to keep everything from just coming back out. Pigs are not good natural breeders. But, the, but then why do we have problems with feral pigs? I don't know. This is what people <laughs> were telling me at the pig farm. I don't know. Well, they're domestic pigs, though, so... That's true. Yeah. They're probably inbred and stupid. Yeah. But, um, so you don't... The plug doesn't stay... It doesn't go with the, the samples that they divvy <laughs> okay. up. So it just stay. It falls in the filter in the cup, and you just dump it in. Because the whole floor is a grate. Everything falls in. Okay, yeah, gets yeah. washed out. Well, Andy, crazy Andy, would take the plug, and it's like, you know, a couple tablespoons worth of stuff, and just chuck it. Sometimes you just throw it behind his head. Sometimes he's would stand up next to his pig and just chuck it at the guy in the end at the next pig. <laughs> like you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're like, Fuck! you're like, oh, it got me, it got me, it got me. And you're like, Andy. Yeah. Crazy Andy. I hate that guy. Yeah, he was, he's a crazy bugger. Crazy Andy, if you're listening. Yes. <laughs> thank you, you remember. for my life experiences. <laughs> yeah. Bugger. Um, <laughs> So that was, is that the worst uh, summer job you ever had? That's the worst job I've ever had. Worst ever. job you've ever had? Ever. Anything else ever rival it? I just can't think of anything that would ever be worse. Yeah, I always win the worst job. Like 30 story. jobs, 30 jobs needs to come he did back it. into existence just to do that. He did it for turkeys. Did he? Which didn't look like much more did fun. You ever, did you ever see the one where he was, uh, it was, it was one of his first episodes where they were, uh, I don't remember what the right word, neutering or whatever the right word is, but sheep. Yeah. And they did it with their teeth. Yeah, it looks awful. Like he just yeah, just yeah. No, they like they did it. it first. They did it like the the <laughs> quote unquote humane way with like rubber bands, and like the 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 sheep like stumbles around for days just in agony because he's squeezing the life out of yeah. his, out of himself. Yeah, and uh, the and then, so then the farmer's like, well, here's how we really do it, and he's like, take a little like take a little razor and just like nick it and bite him off and spit him out. You're like, what? and the sheep never feels a thing. Yeah. It's just like, wh- why? Why? Who did this <laughs> like, the first like, time? Yeah. Who oh, came up with this you know idea? No, it would be faster. Just, <clears throat> just bite it. Again, it's like the first, it's like the first day of the job. It's like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, one of my favorite jobs, other than what I do now, um, I'm selling vacuum cleaners. Door to door? Door to door. So you just like knock on somebody's door? With like, a, do you have a vacuum cleaner in your hand when you do that? No, there's like a van full of dudes. And they drop you off, like, this guy gets these two blocks, this guy gets that two blocks. Okay. And then the back, back of the van is full of vacuum cleaners. And you're mm-hmm. like, hey, I got an appointment. They'll drop off a vacuum cleaner. Okay. And you, yeah. do your, you do your show. But we, you sucker people, and it's like, hey, it's free carpet cleaning. We'll clean a room f- of carpet or a okay. couple pieces of furniture. Yeah. And then you just talk to strangers. They're like awesome. single-serving friends. Yeah. It's great. You're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm in your house. I'm weird. I like your house. Why does your so house smell like So are these that? people that, like, they... They've already expressed interest in buying a vacuum cleaner, or no. you're just like randomly knocking on doors, knocking cold on, calling, cold calling, awesome. cold knocking, just like, "Hello, my name's Ben. I'm offering free carpet shampooing." And then some of them say yes. There you go. <laughs> and then you awesome. just get in there. Do you ever and just get the door slammed in your face all the time? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it like nerve wracking, or after a while you just like the whatever. first couple were nerve wracking, and then now I, I could probably still do it. And just, just walk like, up and be like, "Hey, I could probably still give a curvy demo." Probably good. I believe in the machine. Do you? It's, I do. Oh, you own one yourself. I so. do. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, I can't sell it. At first, I was really concerned. I was like, I don't know if I can conscionably sell a $2,000 vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I'm like, can I do that? And then I, then I started doing demos, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's better than all the other vacuum cleaners. This is a great vacuum. Fantastic. Sweet. Yeah. He really believes in his product. I do. One time, um, I was cleaning somebody's house, and I was upstairs. We do, like, these little sample pads, and it shows you how much dirt we're pulling out of each, like, six-square-inch section, and it's disgusting. Gross. And I'm doing it, and all of a sudden, I'm pulling up, like, this white powder. Like, it's, like, really weird. And the guy's like, whoa, where were you vacuuming? Because I showed it. I was like, hey, this is coming out of your carpet. And he's like, whoa. Um, and they had a six-year-old girl. And he's like, we used to have the changing table there. That's baby powder. I'm like, gross. What? And I was like, I think you need a new vacuum cleaner. And he's like, I think I do. <laughs> I'll go get my checkbook. And it was like, I didn't even have to shampoo his carpet. Like, he's sale. like, done. I'll get it. And then there was one where I went in and this... Uh, kid couldn't have been more than 17 18 years old and he was at the door and uh um he let me in he's like yeah sure show me your stuff whatever you got and then there were two old dudes sitting out front and this kid is doing the thing and he's really excited about it he loves how much stuff i'm cleaning up that's great and then uh <laughs> so i shampoo like his entryway and everything is cool and he was like yeah all right so we're talking we're haggling price a little bit and i come down a little he trades in his old vacuum cleaner and um <clears throat> Yeah, so he sells it, and he pays cash. Okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, because there are other adults in the house. I'm like, all right, maybe this kid is like, rent. I don't know. But I don't know his <laughs> life. Uh, we get like three blocks away, and we get pulled over. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, everybody out of the van. I'm like, okay. And they take apart all the vacuum cleaners. Every um, demo kit has a little bag of baking soda in it. Because you rub it into the carpet and then you vacuum right, it out. Yeah. Um, it was a known coke den. Like, this guy was a drug dealer. This 18-year-old kid paid me like $1,700 in cash. To clean the... And I'm thinking about like the two guys sitting out front. I'm like, yeah, those guys probably had guns. There were people in and out. And you were just like cleaning cocaine out of his carpet. Probably. <laughs> That's probably why he learned to buy the vacuum cleaner. But they're excited. like testing every bag of like baking soda in there. And they're like, really, we're just vacuum cleaner salesmen. I'm like, his name is this. I saw a guy who looked like this and like this and like this. Please don't tell them I talked to you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know this is Chicagoland, but I live up in Kenosha. I don't need this in my life. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's where I thought your first story was going with like just like vacuum. Yeah, with the baby powder. <laughs> yeah. No, that was just baby powder. This was, yeah, this guy Ooh. is cleaning up his drug messes with my vacuum cleaner. I'm like, I'm sorry. Hey, like, but I, I apologize. can do a good job. Yeah. yeah. But they confiscated the old vacuum cleaner. You say, well, and now they know right where to look when they raid the house. Yep. Like, look in the right. vacuum cleaner. Right there. I know this guy's got a great vacuum cleaner. So go look in just there. Get it. See if you can just find open some, up the bag. Yeah, It'll be great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, any last words, Ben? Hmm. Anything else you want to share with the the gird up community? Uh, Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Know the difference between fault and responsibility Uh, and what you're assigning to yourself or other people. Because it's not the same. Very nice. And be responsible for your own emotions. Because yeah. they are your responsibility. We never yes. did get to talk about that. We Maybe some really. other day. Maybe. Yeah, you'll have yeah. to be on again sometime. I, totally I wouldn't mind it. it. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fun. We'll get All deeper right. next time. So give us your email address one more time. Jeske, B-E, 
J-E-S-K-E-B-E at gmail.com. All right. If you're around Charlotte, say hi to him when you see him. Tell him you listen to this podcast. Otherwise, uh, if, you're, if you're a Vanguardian, get on him. Get him back out there with us. I'll be back. I promise. Yeah. You can just come visit us sometime. We weren't at Strollin this year. You usually visit us, visit us when we're at Strollin. Maybe sad. Yeah. Well, you'll be there next year. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Right. I don't know. All right. Thank you, Ben, for spending time with us. This Pleasure. is awesome. Have a good one. You too. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, editing, and distributing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you'd like to contact us with comments, questions, or suggestions, you can reach out to us at any of the links in the description below or on our website. Please consider supporting the work of Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping at our online store, or making a $5 cup of coffee donation at www.girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure you like, friend, follow, and subscribe to Gird Up and all of our guests on your social media platforms and consider leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to the Gird Up podcast so that others can find us and be blessed by our content too. As always, thanks for listening. Now go and be the man that God created you to be. We'll see you next time.